0: This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media for social change. I'm Edgar Cruz.
1: And I'm Kateri Zuni. May Day, or International Workers Day, is a chance for workers, immigrants, and refugees to fight for labor rights and equal treatment.
0: Tonight, we're celebrating the legacy and importance of May Day in New Mexico. We'll hear from organizers and participants who are putting this year's May Day celebrations together
1: we also have a great community calendar to let you know where you can celebrate May Day and other events.
0: And finally, we've been in resistance for 101 days. Our resistance headlines will highlight the best moments of resiliency from the past few weeks.
1: But first, any movement is made stronger through music. So our first song tonight is Strawberry Fields by La Santa Cecilia. Let me take you down, cause I'm going to Strawberry Fields, nothing is real, and nothing to get hung about, Strawberry feels forever.
0: Community is a huge part of May Day, and several of the community organizations around Albuquerque have dedicated their time to planning this year's events.
1: Recently, Generation Justice caught up with some of those organizers to see what May Day means to them and why this year is important.
0: We joined Roberto Roibal of the Southwest Organizing Project, Mariana Anaya of the Albuquerque Teachers Federation, and Marco Nunez from El Centro de Igualdad y Derechos to
2: hear what they had to say. My name is Roberto Reval, I'm with the Southwest Organizing Project. My name is
3: Mariana Anaya, and I'm with the Albuquerque Teachers Federation.
4: My name is Marco Nunez, I'm the uh, Worker Justice Coordinator here at El Centro de Igualdad y Derechos. To me,
2: we're celebrating workers' rights. It's a workers' movement. Uh, May Day started when workers were standing up for our rights for the eight-hour day. Besides celebrating International Workers' Day, it's also important to remember that immigrant are also workers and we support immigrant rights.
3: I think this, this particular year is really beautiful for Albuquerque um, because you have not only labor organizations coming together um, but you also have community organizations coming together um, to oppose a larger Trump administration Trump agenda and a, a really a larger agenda of privatization
4: as well. We want to make sure that Albuquerque's presence is felt, and uh, you know it, along with 42 other cities in 21 different states, uh, are going to be uh, sending out a very clear message of resistance. Right, resistance to a politic of division, uh, a national politic of division. Um, And instead saying uh, no more, basta, uh, and affirming the values that bring all workers together, right? Let's honor the labor, let's honor the contributions of immigrant, non immigrant workers. And what better way of doing that than to just sort of rise up, celebrate together?
3: Uh, Labor history is being washed away from our textbooks, which is also why Madea is so important to me um, in terms of reinvigorating our community, in particular our youth, because we really need to let youth know what May Day is about, what labor unions are about, and how the labor union, the labor uh, movement is a social justice movement.
2: This year it's a rise up. Uh, We're rising up against the Trump administration, against the Martinez administration. Uh, Our communities are under severe attacks. It's disheartening to think that there's people that support those kind of agendas. And so for me, it's important that we all rise up and oppose these uh, reactionary policies and governments of Trump and Martinez in every way, shape, and form.
4: We've seen the governor in this past legislative session veto two different minimum wage bill increases. What does that mean for working families? Earning 8.80, which is the minimum wage in Albuquerque, isn't enough to even reach the poverty level for a family of four, um, and yet the governor has chosen to keep New Mexican working families at 7.50 dollars uh, for the foreseeable future. She had an opportunity, two different bills, to bring it up to upwards of $9 and refused to do so.
3: We teach within Albuquerque Public Schools, which is one of the most diverse in the nation. It's really important for our work to be very intersectional work. Education is all about intersectionality because we teach all of our kids. So the main message that Albuquerque Teachers Federation is trying to get out is that education work is intersectional work and um, really it's about preserving our community and the generations that come after us.
4: We're hearing thousands of stories of folks who say directly taking away uh, these sort of uh, health benefits affects my family in an X, Y, and Z way. And so I think people need to one be aware of how national politics plays uh, in their
2: backyard, and then I think they just need to get active. Albuquerque, rise up! Let's show the world that we're part of this world and that we have the same concerns as workers and. Immigrants throughout the world, whether they're immigrants in Syria, Afghanistan, from Mexico, Honduras, it doesn't matter. We're all one family, and we should all stand together and fight for our family.
1: Thank you so much to Roberto, Mariana, and Marco for all the invigorating messages and dedication to community that you've shared with us. It was really a pleasure speaking with all of you.
0: And our next song tonight is a classic about the fighting for labor rights. Here's Joan Baez and Mimi Farina with Bread and Roses. on,
5: honey. I'm going to ask Mimi to come and sing Bread and
2: Roses
0: with me. Mm-hmm. As we go marching, marching in the beauty.
1: You're listening to Generation Justice, and tonight we are gearing up for May Day.
0: May Day events will happen all over the world, where workers, immigrants, entire communities will march and protest in solidarity.
1: In Albuquerque, organizers from all over the city have come together to plan the May Day general strike and rally. GJ Senior Fellow Polly Danette-Claw joins two of them.
0: Here is Polly with Marianne Mendez from El Centro de Igualidad y Derechos, and Mayra Acevedo from Partnership for Community Action.
1: Hello,
6: my name is Paul, Dineclaw, GJ Senior Fellow, and I'm sitting here with Mayra Acevedo and Marianne Mendez-Cera. Welcome to Generation Justice.
5: Thank you. Thank you. So the first thing that I'm gonna have you do is, can you both please introduce yourselves? Of course, uh, Marianne Mendez-Cera, community organizer at the Centro de Igualdad y Derechos.
7: I'm Mayra Acevedo with Partnership for Community Action. I'm the Community Advocacy Manager.
6: Awesome. Thank you both. And would you mind telling us
5: a little bit about the history of May Day? Uh, So on May Day it's known as the International Workers' Day, right? Um, And here in the United States, um, in the immigrant community, we tend to um, have direct actions around the country. The most known or the most I will say talked about action that happened was in two thousand and six, right? When people came out of to the streets, uh, demanding justice, demanding to keep families together. And that's when we saw people taking the streets and it was, many, many thousands, right? And it was beautiful. So um, May 1st International Workers' Day has been uh, a day in which people, families, workers, co-workers, students, right? Just uh, co- communities and familias take the streets uh, demanding justice and uh, demanding fair and uh, treatment for all.
6: Why do you think May Day is so important this year considering the current political climate?
7: exactly what you you mentioned Um, there's so many things going on nationwide Um, there's been so much fear within our community so much hate you know um, and in this day it's very meaningful for families to come together from everything that's happening nationwide with our uh, attacking our immigrant community there's been attacks within our communities with police crime and violence and uh, this day is very a day for our community to stand together for all the st- issues that they represent, for them to see that um, they're not alone and that we all are struggling, and it's a day that we stand in unity with one another. We can do it alone, and we, we accomplish more standing side by side. And so for the May Day rally
6: that's happening locally, is that the reason why sort of centering
5: immigrant um, families and immigrant workers and refugee workers is important? Let's begin by saying that here in New Mexico, we already have a foundation of resistance, right? We already have a foundation of fighting back. And, and I know that attacks are coming directly p- down the pipeline from the administration, from this current administration. However, we have been fighting back against Susana's uh, hate agenda, uh, anti immigrant hate agenda. Our, um, um, just major Barry, uh, also anti-immigrant uh, hate agenda that he has. Um, so we already have a history of resistance, and it's been successful. We we have uh, many ways of reintegrating immigrants into the mainstream, such as like licenses and state tuition, raising the minimum wage, which is now even even right now it's under attack by the Susana administration. Sadly enough, because uh, minimum wage. Imagine that workers that work, let's say, 40 hours a week are getting less than uh, $80,000 a year. And they want to bring it down to 750, which is the federal. So even now, we're still struggling for Susana, our uh, local governor, to actually implement for the implementations of minimum wage laws that had been passed. We're still struggling for the basic labor rights that all, all of us deserve. And it's not about only immigrants, it's not about only refugees. Like I was saying, we're all workers. So it's an, an, a direct attack to New Mexicans, right? To all New Mexicans. The importance of doing this locally is like, this issue, it's, it's important not only to me that, that I come from a mixed status family, but to all New Mexicans. We need to acknowledge that an attack of one of us is an attack to all of us. It's just, it's
6: baffling to me when people think the work that other people won't do is not seen as hard work.
7: Yeah, um, I can attest to that. Um, I consider myself Mexicana. I was born and raised um, from parents from Ocotlan, Jalisco, and they worked hard to make a living. They started by um, picking up carton, recycling, you know, just making and meat so that they could provide for their two young sons, my two brothers. We We don't consider those families, that they work extremely hard to make a living, and we pay them very little by the hour or by the piece of work.
5: Right. And I believe also we need to talk about and acknowledge that here in New Mexico, we have a lot of labor exploitation, Um, a lot of labor exploitation uh, to those vulnerable. And vulnerable, I mean, probably the most will be the undocumented immigrants, uh, the community, right? Uh, Especially with the with the idea of like, well, your status and I cannot pay you. But we all know that a violation of rights, regardless of your immigration status, it is penalized by law. And. Work done is work, and and should be money earned. If if we have the expectancy that if someone is gonna clean the street for free, don't expect that. If somebody is gonna work something, they need that money, and there's there are providing that work because they need that money for their families.
6: For this May Day, um, can you
5: tell us a little bit about the event that's happening? So on this May first we are going to rise up. We are taking part of a general strike. No school, no purchase, no work. Uh, Locally, we're doing a rally slash cultural event happening on 1800 Mountain Road. It's uh, Tiwe Park, um, and it's going to be from 4 to 7 p.m. So like I was saying, it's a cultural event, right? Uh, It's a family event. We're going to have Explora. We're going to have Payasitos. We're going to have face painters. And we're uh, we're gonna have uh, Aztec dancers. Uh, we're gonna have also different bands like uh, Barakutanga and Tamborazo Zacatecano, uh, Ballet flocorico del Sol. So there's gonna be really cultural. So as Marian mentioned,
7: it is a cultural event and as well as a community event. As well as Marian mentioned, um, there's gonna be a lot of different activities for children and there's gonna be activities for families. So it's a day to celebrate. It's a day to find your neighbor, to meet new people, and um, find
5: new allies. Uh, we will have speakers, um, danzantes, live music, activities for the family, and more. It will be picnic style, so you must wear white, as we uh, know that white's usually known for peace, right? And we want to reinforce that idea of a peaceful event.
6: And what is one message you want the community to know about May Day?
5: We need to stand up for ourselves. We need to draw a line and say enough is enough. Ya basta, right? We need to defend our families. If we want to ensure our rights are are being enforced and our rights are not being violated, we need to take a stand. We need to raise our voice and come together as a community and realize that we're not only undocumented, we're not only immigrants, we may not be only women. There's many interse- intersectionalities within this movement. And we need to realize that and come together because um, immigrant rights has also to do with environmental justice and has also to do with reproductive justice and has also to do with uh, workers' rights, right? Uh, so we need to understand the lengths of different movements and realize to achieve real justice, we need to have justice in that balance of all those movements. We
7: need our community to know that, that they're welcome here and that this is the place for them to grow and raise their children. And our doors are always, they're, they're open for our community and the, that we, if we stay together, we're gonna win. You know, we, we need to stand together for all the issues that Marianne mentioned. And um, that's how we're going to create change. But if we're all working alone, we're not going to achieve the big picture. And so we as community, we need to see each other as human beings, that we all need those basic needs for our children. One necessity is not there. How are we going to be su- successful our state, our country, needs to see us as individuals that they can invest in so that this beautiful country could rise up with wonderful people that are treated
6: with equity. Maida, Marianne, thank you both for coming to Generation Justice and talking with us about May Day and the importance of May Day and also just what the event, um, what the rally is going to look like, on May first, um, and so thank you both so much for taking the time out of your day to come and talk with us. Thank you. Thank you for Generation Justice, I'm Polly Donettequal.
0: Thank you, both, Maida and Marianne. I find so much admiration and love for this conversation you brought to us and how you a- both aim to center it around the t- determination of immigrant families and the need to come together as a community. An attack on one New Mexican is an attack on all of us. We are so grateful for your work.
1: Thank you both. This next song was chosen by Marianne because it reflects the message of May Day. Here are Las Cafeteras with It's Movement Time.
2: It all wrong, so I come to you with a song. In 1810, con el gran grito de passion se levantaron con razon. Black and brown fighting together on a day I'll always remember. And el 5 de mayo con el grito de gallo, black, white, and brown pleading together on a day I'll always
4: remember.
0: Welcome back to Generation Justice. Tonight, we're talking to people from the community about May Day or International Workers' Day.
1: Immigrant and refugee communities are an integral part of this movement, and it's important to remember that it is broad and it is diverse.
0: GJ Fellow Cateri Zuni speaks with Hyong Nguyen from the New Mexico Asian Family Center about the importance of immigrant and workers' rights.
1: My name is Kateri Zuni with Generation Justice, and I am joined by Huong Nguyen from the New Mexico Asian Family Center. Welcome to Generation
8: Justice. Can you please introduce yourself? Thank you, uh, Kateri. Um, uh, my name is Huong Nguyen, and um, I'm with uh, New Mexico Asian Family Center, and we are based in Albuquerque. Even though we are the only one um, throughout the state that serve Asian immigrants.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. So, as you know, the show is primarily about May Day coming up and really what that means to our immigrant communities and more and more what it also means to our refugee communities as well. Can you just start off and let me know what events or holidays like May Day mean to you personally and also to your organization?
8: Yeah, uh, I am an immigrant from Vietnam. And um, May Day, or um, we call it International Labor Day in Vietnam, means a day off because it's a holiday for us. I don't even remember when we started To have that day back in Vietnam, Uh, I just know that, you know, long before I was born. Um, I believe maybe right after we uh, gained independence from the French, I think, in 1946. But um, May Day means for me, uh, I think it's a time for me personally to remember and appreciate. To remember uh, because of the history of the working class. They have fought so much. Before, um, we have a lot of the rights right now, right? Like we have eight working hours uh, normally, not for everyone, but most uh, people have that. And certain um, hours of vacation or sick leave. Again, it's not everyone, right? But at least many of us enjoy those benefits. So it for me, I really want to remember the history, the struggle, the generation before me, and appreciate that too. I don't think um, everyone in our country right now um, have eight working hour. They may work much longer, mm-hmm. and um, they don't get paid for over hour. Overtime hour. Overtime, Overtime hour. Um, and they may not have paid sick leave. So a lot of the benefits, I mean, um, that I'm enjoying, I, I want to appreciate that, really. On the other hand, um, I think there are a lot that need to be improved. You know, it's interesting for me to compare this. But a country like Vietnam, a developing country that, you know, went through a lot of wars, they have um, up to six months for women for maternal leave with pay. So I know, I mean, and we don't have that here. I don't have that here. That's one thing. May Day also means for me as an immigrant, a day to celebrate our contribution to this country, a refugee and, and immigrant, and together with other populations, um, Native American, African American, Latino, Hispanic, Asian American, and white-working class too. I mean, for me, it means a lot of things.
1: Hey, wonderful. Thank you. And so how are the, the values of May Day reflected in the work of the Asian Family Center?
8: Yeah. So, um, Asian Family Center, uh, if you uh, have not heard about us, we are the only provider uh, specifically serving Asian communities uh, in New Mexico. Our mission is to provide culturally sensitive programs and services, creating a pan Asian community that advocates for and supports itself. So, with that mission, of course, we would like to um, support our community, uh, in terms of, you know, uh, helping them integrate better. Um, 60% of our community members are foreign-born. Uh, about 30% uh, with limited English proficient, which means they speak another language other than English. And um, we are growing, the fastest growing population. Um, so, I mean, in terms of percentage, Right. I think like uh, between 2000 and 2010, our group grow 46 percent compared to about 10 percent of the national growing rate. And in New Mexico, we are um, seeing similar growing trend about more than 40 percent. The conversation uh, normally are all, only about uh, Latino, Hispanic as immigrant, but but we are immigrant too. Right. So um we also facing a lot of the discriminations uh, just like Latino Hispanic community are facing um, we are contributing you know just as uh, any other group contributing to this country um, and we are very in- invisible meaning we are not mentioned or talked about in again in the main uh, conversation in terms of immigrants the stereotype, uh, model minority myth, which seems positive, right? But on the other hand, it brings negative impact to our community because with that um, myth, we are considered well-educated, doing well, perform well, no need uh, help, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not true. I mean, just like other, any other community of color, we are pretty uh, underrepresented, undercounted. We do have, you know, people who are um, performing well, who are successful, and we have some people who need help too, right? Just any other uh, community. We are like foreigner in our own country, right? A lot of our younger generation um, born here, raised here, uh, but with Asian look, right? But they are still considered foreigner. Um, so. I think that's the kind of uh, dilemma that Asian community are facing because of all of that. I think as an agency, we try to advocate for them, you know, um, educate them with the, your right and how you can advocate for yourself and your family. So those program. And those services, uh, how we are supporting our immigrant um, and refugee because we have an emerging refugee community in our community. And actually, um, they don't get a lot of help sometimes. And we are not really uh, capable of supporting them because they have different languages, but we are trying our best.
1: And so by participating in the, the events of May Day and celebrating, what do you hope the messages to you know, for somebody who's maybe just learning about what this day is, or mm-hmm. what immigrant rights are, or workers' rights are. What would the message be to them?
8: Yeah, um, my message is: um, immigrant community doesn't only mean Hispanic Latino uh, immigrants. Um, refugee immigrant community in New Mexico consists of, of course, uh, Hispanic Latino. Um, Asian-American, and uh, some Middle East, right? And uh, that's first of all. Uh, Second of all, uh, given the current administration uh, rhetoric and policies, I believe that we need to work together. We need to be united to support each other because of the policy, right, that tends to pitch us among each other. We need to stay away from, you know, that kind of trick Mm -hmm. or tool um, we need to see it with a bigger vision, bigger picture. In the end, we are going to be all affected by all of those um, policy or rhetoric. Um, we need to show up for each other. We need to improve the working conditions for our workers. I mean, it is has a lot of space to improve. I do believe we should have a living wage uh, where if the family are working, they should be able to support themselves. They should not uh, have to... You know, apply for benefits because you know they are working.
1: Right, thank you. And how can people learn about New Mexico Asian Family Center and get involved?
8: Mm-hmm. You can either go to our website and o r g, or you can call our office seven one seven two eight seven seven to uh, talk to us. Um, we have different uh, services and programs. And most of our services and programs are free. Yeah, we would love to, uh, you know, talk and see if we can support.
1: And is there anything else that you would like to add?
8: Uh, I'm very excited uh, because May Day is going to be Monday. And we are going to be a part of the big, big group. I feel just uh, very warm being, you know, uh, with people who share the same minds with me and um, celebrate our culture. Right, celebrate um, our contributions, celebrate our um, time together. So, thank, hey, you. thank you
1: so much for joining us. Thank you. For Generation Justice, I'm Kateri Zuni.
0: Thank you, Hyung, for sharing this moment with us to shed light on the communities in New Mexico that continue to be overlooked, and for reminding us once again that as immigrants, we must look to each other to find justice and solidarity.
1: Hyung has also chosen a song that reflects her love for her community, both here in New Mexico and her home of Vietnam. Here is Hello Vietnam by Tuichi. Chi.
9: This song is Don't Wait by Mape, And remember, you can check out all of the music that we have tonight by clicking on GJ and visiting KUNM.org and clicking music. that is happening under new administration, it's important to stay aware and vigilant. And here at GJ, we like to find every way to feel empowered. We know resistance works.
0: So we bring you our newest segment, The Resistance Headlines, a look at the actions from the past week. Here we go.
9: It's week 10 of The Resistance. On
0: Tuesday, a federal judge ordered the Trump administration to stop trying to cut off aid to sanctuary cities that shield undocumented immigrants and temporarily blocked their efforts to withholding funding. Hundreds of thousands of people worldwide marched last weekend for the first-ever March for Science. Not only a march about science, but against the Trump administration's anti-science policies and allocation of funds. Young people are leading the resistance. According to a Pew Research Center survey, young people ages 18 through 29 give Trump his highest disapproval rating of any age group at 63%.
9: The panel that approves media credentials to cover Congress unanimously declined to grant permanent credentials to the Breitbart News Network, declining their credentials beyond May 31st. Fox News announced their split with Bill O'Reilly after five women were awarded $13 million in a sexual harassment suit against him. Advisors began withdrawing support of the show, and when O'Reilly returned, Fox announced that he was out. Last week on UNM campus, America First and Hate Speech is Free Speech was chalked in different places around campus, but was quickly crossed out when students organized to chalk messages of resistance instead, saying no ban, no wall, no hate, no war, and love wins.
0: UNM's Dream Team and other organizers traveled down to El Paso to demand justice for Juan, a young man who should have been protected from deportation because of DACA. Streamers and allies went to protest a decision of Attorney General Jeff Sessions directly to his face. Alan Branch of the New England Patriots, Super Bowl champ, and native New Mexican refused to visit Trump at the White House with the Patriots, tweeting, I couldn't shake his hand and look my daughters in the eye. At the latest FCC monthly meeting, activist Rick World's FCC chair, Ajit Pai, and the Trump administration protesting against attacks on internet freedom and net neutrality.
9: Generation Justice started a newsletter curating articles from trusted sources on digital security and how we are at risk of losing our civil rights. It's called Ewoke, and if you'd like your copy, let us know at admin at generationjustice.org.
0: That's our resistance headlines for this week. Thank you to all the individuals, organizations, and groups who have not given up hope. We certainly have not either, and will continue sharing the resistance with all of you. Now back to the music, here's There's Power in a Union by Billy Bragg. We've come to the end of another great show.
1: We would like to thank our guests, Roberto Roybal, Mariana Anaya, Marco Nunez, Mayra Acevedo, and Marianne Mendez, and Huang Nguyen. Our show tonight was engineered by Kamaria Umi.
0: Production assistants came from Alicia Hernandez, Polly Claw, Christina Rodriguez, Kateri Zuni, and Roberto Rael. And thank you to all of our youth producers. We cannot do what we do without you.
1: Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe and rate us.
0: We're also active on social media, so make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram.
1: Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Con Alma Health Foundation, the Albuquerque Community Foundation, and, of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. I'm Kateri Zuni.
0: And I'm Edgar Cruz. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Nos vemos pronto.